Hi, welcome to the Anxiety Doesn't Own Me podcast. My name is Emmanuel Isaacson, and I'm here to help you to heal your anxiety naturally. So today is going to be part three of my journey in overcoming my anxiety. If you haven't heard the first two parts, you can check them out. They are the two episodes before this. I recommend uh, going through it because it's just a pretty long story, and I couldn't put everything in one episode because then it'll be too long. So I try to break it out to make it much easier and, you know, feeling like it's less anxious. Like, I I don't know, me personally, when I see a long video, like, or I have to hear a long podcast, it kind of gets me anxious to get to the end already. So I try to keep it as short as possible. And also, I'm not giving, like, the most, like, detailed information of what I was going through exactly because it's going to be impossible um, because it was a la- it was a span of three years. I'm just giving the overview of what I went through, things that really impacted me, what I was experiencing and everything uh, in order for you guys to like understand that you're not alone and that I've been in your shoes before and I was able to overcome it. But yesterday, what we what I was talking about is where we left off is that I finally found somebody who understood what I was going through. And the reason why he was able to understand what I was going through was because he himself went through an anxiety disorder. So he knew exactly what it felt like to go through it, the thought process, what I was feeling, the sensations, the symptoms, the panic attacks, the anxiety attacks, whatever I was going through, he was able to help me in calming down my anxiety and also heal past traumatic experiences that I went through or past events that I went through that were very hard for me to deal with and certain grudges that I was holding or certain, you know, I was hurting myself within myself that he was able to repair. But like I said yesterday is that therapy wasn't, it wasn't enough. It, It just wasn't enough for me to overcome my anxiety. And I realized this and I thought whenever I was in the middle like of healing my anxiety in the three years, I realized this, that I was always fluctuating. I was like, some days I would feel good and some days I wouldn't. And it would always like fluctuate. And I was like wondering why in the world is it not completely going away? I'm like, am I still going to be stuck like this for the rest of my life? Yes, I was doing much better because I was able to calm down my anxiety. I was able to handle it much better. I was able to shut off my fight and fight mode. So there was, I had some tools and techniques and how to handle it. And I even remember my DPDR completely, it it went away because I remember where even where I was because I was working on all these tools and techniques and I was working on my spirituality as well, which also really helped me out tremendously that I was walking towards my cousin's barbershop. He's a barber and I'll never forget it. I was walking on that street and all of a sudden I felt like I was back in reality, like that questioning or the thoughts that I had when I had depersonalization, derealization, they went away. And I was like, whoa, I'm back to like, in a way, back to myself again. I I don't think like I don't have these thoughts anymore. I'm like, this is amazing. It felt so good. It felt so refreshing. I will never forget that feeling. I will never forget it. It's tattooed into my mind of how I felt that moment whenever I snapped out of DPDR. Because I thought, this is the way I'm going to be the rest of my life. I thought that I messed myself up from smoking weed, that I was just naturally high all the time. That's what I thought. I thought the weed was creating all these thoughts and everything, and I was just like messed up. I I I didn't know that it was from the anxiety. 
So I felt so good. I'm like, whoa, I snapped out of it. Later on, I discovered that it was because of my anxiety. This is why I was feeling that it had nothing to do with the weed. But at the moment, that's what I thought. So it felt so good to snap out of it. I was like, whoa. And that gave me like a push, like hope. Like, you know what? Hey, I'm able to overcome this. Hey, I'm able to, to deal with this. There's hope. It felt so good. And from that moment on, I started to be able to be by myself more. I was able to take the risks in like going places. I was still nervous to go by myself. Like I remember I was going on a bus. I was with my cousin and he was working in a wedding and I wanted to go home already. It was pretty late. And I told him, like, you know what? I think I'm going to go home. He's like, are you sure you're going to go by yourself? Because he knows that I don't like being on my on my own. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be fine. I, I think I'm going to be fine. I was still nervous. I was still a little panicky that I was going to do it myself. But I'm like, you know what? Hey, listen, if I was able to overcome that, whatever I was feeling, the DPDR, again, at the moment, I didn't realize that's what it was, then I think I'll be fine over here. I don't think it's going to be a problem. So I did take the, the, the risk in a way of like going on, on a bus and it, I was nervous in the beginning. I remember I was nervous in the beginning. I was like, oh my God, you know, I was like, what's going on? I'm like, maybe I'm going to have a panic attack right now. I'm like, I, I should have not done this. This is a mistake. But I pushed through it. And when I finally got to my destination, I got off the bus. I was like, whoa, I was able to do that. And I'm like, that's amazing. And I didn't know at the time that's exposure therapy. That's what it was. I didn't know at the time. I was like, you know what? Wow, if I'm able to do that, then I'm able to do other things. So I started to build myself up in confidence and doing things that I was afraid of beforehand. And, and this made me even feel even better. It felt like I had back, I had control back in my life. I was like, this is amazing. I'm like, I'm like, thank God I took the risk that I actually did that. And then I did it again and again and again. And I started to able to travel myself and even fly back to New York on my own. I was able to fly back to New York on my own. I was perfectly fine with it. Yes, I was nervous throughout the entire time, but I was much better than I was before. Before, I wouldn't want to be myself at all. I would have these thoughts of like, what if I faint? What if I faint and I crack my head open? What if I die? Or what if I have a heart attack? Or what if so many what if thoughts would come if I was by myself? So it, it calmed down, but it was still there. I was able to handle it and much better. I was able to control it. So I decided to go after a while. I think I was there for a good eight. Maybe I was there for like a good eight months uh, in Israel. I decided to go back to New York. I decided to go back home. And when I came back, I still felt great, but then all of a sudden I started to realize like, hey, I'm going back to my old ways. I'm going back to my anxiety again. I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, maybe it's this place. I'm like, maybe this is the place that is what's causing me to have anxiety. I'm like, I maybe I need to leave this place completely. Maybe New York is not good for me because again, it was like, it was during the summertime, which is good. But like once winter hit it, I remember I was like, whoa. I'm like, this is not good. I feel like, a, you know, I still feel that depression and I still feel the anxiety coming back. Like, Whenever I was in Israel, it was, more, it was much calmer. But now I was back in New York, it was like coming back. I was like, what's going on? And I always realized something about myself is that I always felt very insecure about myself. I always felt, you know, that I wasn't good enough or that I wasn't capable in succeeding or anything like that. I always thought that about myself. And I said to myself, you know what? I need to work with my, I need to work on myself. I have to work on myself on these things. I'm like, this really bothers me. I was still working on the on the anxiety a little bit, but I was able to handle it, even though it wasn't as severe as the first time, but I was able to handle it, and I had those waves coming up and down, and I felt a little panicky here and there, and I felt a little anxious. I remember, like, feeling down or that I would feel have anxiety. Like, I was able to handle it in a much better way because I used the tools that I had, so it, it was much easier for me to handle it, but it, it wasn't completely gone. That's what I wanted. I, I wanted to stop 
being worried about it, like if, if it's ever going to come back because I wasn't confident enough and able to handle that again. I was always nervous about that. And I said to myself, I'm like, Emmanuel, we, we need to work on ourselves because you always feel very insecure. When I come to New York for some reason, I just feel insecure. I don't know what it is. I have no idea. I'm like, your, your, your self-esteem is down. Your self-confidence is down. Your, your anxiety is up again. Again, it wasn't as severe, but like it was up again. And thank God I had the tools now and how to deal with it. And I understood what was going on with me. But it, it was still annoying to deal with. It was very annoying. To, and I wanted this thing completely gone from my life. And I remember I, I even took another course. I took a course online. I remember doing this. And it was from somebody who went through, I think he had agoraphobia. And he also helped me out a lot. This was like years ago. I forgot what that name was, what that course was. I completely forgot what it was. I remember I paid for it and I told my brother about it. And I started to realize my brother has a lot of anxiety himself. And I remember taking the course and it also helped me out. And I thought, I mean, hey, you know what? This is going to be the solution. This is going to be the solution. But I realized from my therapist, from my, um, from this course, from just trying different things, I realized like nothing actually helped me 100% because they were missing a key point. This is what they were missing. And this is what I started to con- like to start work on myself, which really helped me. And I wasn't thinking about healing my anxiety with this. I was just thinking about working on myself to improve myself because I was so sick and tired of thinking that I'm no good or that I am not capable, I can't become successful, or, you know, I was afraid of failure, afraid of rejection. So, like, I, I, I just wanted to work on myself just because of those things. I had nothing to do with anxiety. And I stumbled upon the solution to anxiety. And it was amazing how when I started to work on my self-esteem, how I started to work on my self-confidence, and I started to work on my positive thinking, my anxiety completely went away. It took me a while, of course, to work on my self-esteem and my self-confidence. And I went to seminars and I tried to work on myself. I took courses. I read books. I, I, I spent a lot of money in, in doing these things just for me to start feeling better, just for myself. I had nothing to do with anxiety. Anxiety, I thought, I'm like, okay, you know what? I have my tools. I went to therapy. I treated my my experiences that I went through, but it's not going away. I'm like, I have no idea why, but like, you know, I just wanted to work on myself because like I was sick and tired of feeling this way of my insecurity. So I worked on myself and I'm like, whoa, interesting. I'm like, Emmanuel, you, you haven't felt anxiety for a while. You're not even thinking about it. Like what's going on? Like, you know, like we're always thinking about anxiety, like what ifs we have all these thoughts and like, Again, throughout the three years, they were going up and down. But like all of a sudden, I started to like have less thoughts about anxiety. I stopped being worried about anxiety. I stopped being worried if I'm ever gonna, if it's ever gonna come back. Because I built myself, I started thinking more positively about situations, being more hopeful about situations. Started to work on my self confidence. Started to work on my self esteem. That's what helped me to completely eradicate anxiety. And today, I'm nine years, nine years that I haven't experienced anxiety, that I don't worry about anxiety, that I don't even think about anxiety or anything like that. Even though I talk about anxiety all day, I help people all day, I do a podcast about anxiety, I do videos, everything my whole day revolves about helping people with anxiety, but me, I, I don't feel anxious. I don't, again, of course that there are times, you know, from 
life itself, there's a lot of stress and everything. Everybody feels anxious and that's normal. You have stress. It's impossible to completely, you know, ignore. But I don't have a disorder where the point of like I'm thinking about or, or worrying about situations or where I'm going places and when I'm doing things or anything like that. Like I, I, I don't have those thoughts anymore. Of like, what if I have a panic attack? Or what if I faint? Or what if I crack my head open? Or what if this and this and this happens? Like here, right now, the air quality in New York, because they have a, over here, a um, a wildfire from Canada. The air quality is horrible. It's horrendous over here. It's, it's, there is the unhealthy, and it's on top of that. It's hazardous. So it's like the extreme. Beforehand, I would think a million times about so many things about like, What's going to happen? Or maybe I'm going to faint or maybe I'm going to die or maybe this. Like a lot of thoughts would pop up. But now, yeah, I would pick up myself. I'm not going to go outside and just sit there for 20 minutes for no reason. You know, I'll go in and out in places. I would still go out and do things because like I don't need to handle it anymore. I don't need to control it anymore. I don't need to pay attention to it anymore because it's no longer there. It's completely gone. And I realize what most people are missing, what most people, whenever they teach about anxiety, when I took the courses, when I read the books, when I went to therapy, where I found my mentor over there, they missed the key point of dealing with anxiety. Yeah, you need to know the tools and techniques, but also dealing with confidence, self-esteem, positive thinking more. Those are key things in order to help to reduce your anxiety. And there's a reason why, because it puts less pressure on our sympathetic nervous system, which is what creates anxiety, which is what's responsible for our anxiety, for our fight and fight mode. It completes, it takes off the pressure so that our sympathetic nervous system is able to heal itself. It's, I'm so thankful to God that I was able to like, stumble upon upon this and he made me insecure in order for me to understand like understand like hey we need to build our self-esteem our self-confidence positive thinking in order to eradicate anxiety and help other people because i truly believe my mission my purpose that he put me in this world is to help other people to overcome their anxiety is to show them that there is a way in overcoming it so for three years for three years again it took me about i had i struggled for good eight months of severe anxiety depression Panic attacks, anxiety attacks, hospitals going, doctors, cardiologists. I was dealing with agoraphobia, but I wouldn't want to leave the house. I would be terrified of leaving the house. I was forced. Thank God my family forced me to get out of the house. I would not want to leave. I would not want to go to crowded places. I would not want to go to places that were farther than the hospital. I would think, okay, where is the hospital and where am I going? I mean, is there a hospital? Is there a medical team that can come in and get me? I would not want to be in crowded places. I remember when my cousin, he would force me to sometimes to come with him to weddings. I would try to avoid it because there's so many people over there. You know how weddings are? There's a lot of people. Like, I don't want to be there. So I would sit in the corner or I'll go outside so that I shouldn't be around a lot of people. So I was dealing with all of this and also my OCD. I didn't have the compulsion. I had more of the obsessive thoughts. That's what I had. It was very obsessive. I had a little bit of compulsion, but uh, the, the obsessive thoughts were more. I got to the point where I never, wa- I didn't want to live anymore. I got so depressed, so hopeless. I was like, I'm sick and tired of it. Intrusive thoughts, dealing with intrusive thoughts. I know all of you guys hate dealing with intrusive thoughts. Like, I got so sick and tired of like, dealing with that i'm like what why is it that when i look at a person i just want to punch them like what i'm like i don't want to do that i'm like why do i have these unwanted sexual thoughts or unwanted thoughts in general like i don't want it dealing with all that and nobody understanding what you're going through and i understand what you are going through that nobody understands it's difficult 
when your family members don't understand, they think it's like, what's the big deal? Like, what are you dealing with? Like, what's happening? Just get over it. What do you have to be depressed about? So it was, it was a very difficult journey. It definitely was. And it definitely is it, for everybody. I always said I never wish anxiety on my worst enemy. I never wished this on my worst enemy because it's so difficult and it's so hard. And a lot of us, we, we need to build the right mindset. And that's what after those eight months, like I had the tools and techniques, but afterwards I had those ups and downs. What I started to realize is that no matter how many times I'm going to use those tools and techniques to calm down my anxiety, it's not going to go away. And I need to do something else. I need to restart and rebuild the foundation because whenever you're doing the tools and techniques, what's happening is over there is basically is that you're trying to build a house on a broken foundation and the house is falling apart and you're always trying to put it up again. You know, let's say a, a you put up a window, it falls, it cracks. You got to put a new window You know, you put up the wall, it falls and cracks. You got to put a new wall. So like every time there's always maintenance 24-7, but if we just take care of the foundation, the house will be more stable. So thank God I was able to stumble upon that, upon that. And now I help other people in helping them to build their confidence, build their self-esteem, provide tools and techniques the right way that helped me have a better understanding of how to have the right mindset because having the right mindset is, is crucial because a lot of us were very hard on ourselves. We put ourselves down and we're very like an absolute, like either I have anxiety or don't have anxiety. It's it's having the right mindset in dealing with your anxiety is, is so crucial. And th that's what I do now. So I'm so thankful in a way of, of experiencing that of eight months of severe and then two and a half years of those ups and downs and then stumbling upon the solution and overcoming your anxiety completely. I'm so grateful because today I'm able to help other people. And it took me years. It took me years to actually believe in myself in a way of like me being able to help. Because I always thought I'm like, you know what? This is just, you know, has to be through therapy uh, that people need to get the help. But I, I realized later on is like throughout the time when I was speaking to other people in my community and trying to help my, some of my friends is that they never touched that part. They never touched about it, you know, the confidence or the self-esteem and the positive thinking. And whenever I did help them out, they're like, whoa, I feel completely different. I feel completely good about myself. But that's why I'm like, you know what? I have a different approach, a completely different approach than therapy. And I'm not saying therapy is not good. Therapy is great. I went to therapy. It does help. But therapy is not the solution to the problem, I realized. We need more than that. We need to work on ourselves and build ourselves and build a new foundation in the right way in order to overcome our anxiety. If you guys did like this episode and these three past uh, episodes uh, about my journey, again, it wasn't in detail exactly. I was more of an overview because there's so much that goes into it and I wouldn't have enough time. It would be uh, a three-year session, <laughs> uh, three years of just episode about my story. But I just want to give you guys an overview of what, what happened to me, what I experienced, what I was going through, how I found somebody who went through anxiety that helped me out tremendously, and also rebuilding myself and how I completely eradicated my anxiety so that today I'm able to help other people and showing to other people they can do it as well because I believe that it's 100% possible all we got to do is take the right action in order to overcome this. So if you did like this episode, please click the like button and leave a five-star review. The reason why I asked this is that we can reach more people this way. And the more people that we're able to reach, the more people we can actually help. Because again, my mission in this world, my purpose is to help other people to overcome their anxiety and show that it is definitely possible in overcoming it. Take care, guys, and I'll see you guys in the next episode.